You're listening to the Wrestling and More Pro Wrestling Podcast, the best wrestling podcast we can produce with our tiny budget. Check us out on iTunes, SoundCloud, and maybe leave us a five-star review. If it's wrestling you want, keep it on Wrestling and More. Let's do this. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the Wrestling and More podcast. Today I am not flying flying solo, I have got Garth with me. How are you doing, Garth? Good man, yeah, just trying to get over this cough, but yeah, hopefully no spluttering into the mic tonight. (laughs) (laughs) It has been hitting everyone, like I said before. Uh, Today we are looking forward to Elimination Chamber 2018, apart from, if you're in Germany, where it's actually called No Escape believe it or not, which is what I found out today, um, which apparently is because it reminds people of the gas chambers used about the ho- used in the Holocaust. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing funny about that. Just just a little bit of just a little bit of knowledge for you. Um, if we've got any listeners in Germany. Hello. Um, but yeah, so Elimination Chamber. I think we can both say that this is a much better pay-per-view than if it were a SmackDown pay-per-view, because SmackDown, at the moment, has been diabolical. It's absolutely dog shit. It really is. It is. It's hard watching. And when I was looking um, back through some old footage from last year, and when you consider last year you'd got the, the Elimination Chamber match, you've got AJ Styles, John Cena, Bray Wyatt, The Miz, Dean Ambrose and Baron Corbin in what was yeah. probably one of the WWE matches of the year... SmackDown was constantly blowing Raw out of the water, yeah. and you know well, we it, was left... like the, it, was, it was like the wrestling. It really, really was. It um... was the show that it was. It was easier to follow. It was easier to watch. It was easier to digest. Mm-hmm. And loads of people put it down to the fact that Raw was three hours and SmackDown's two hours. No, 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 no. It's because SmackDown had logical stories, logical feuds, and it was just a better all-round show. Now, a year later. It's completely flipped. Completely yeah. flipped. I mean, we are now at Elimination Chamber a year on, and Raw is blowing SmackDown out of the water, despite it being three hours, on a consistent basis. And yeah. it's getting quite embarrassing, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Um, but we're not here to talk about SmackDown. We are here to talk about Elimination Chamber, a pay-per-view I am really looking forward to, and I've been made to... Th- look even more forward to it after Raw on Monday, which was fantastic. Excellent, yeah. Best in years. Best in about five years, I would say. I I agree. And if the rumours are true that the gauntlet match was booked and set out and everything by Vince himself, then he (laughs) is proving that the man can still produce magic. Yeah. Which, Why doesn't he do it more often? It it does beg that question, absolutely. <laughs> but I mean, that was like that, that was like a pay per view main event level match. If you'd have put that on as the main event of a pay per view, I would have been more than happy. Yeah. If that was the main event of Elimination Chamber, obviously, it's the whole gimmick is it's Elimination Chamber. If that was the main event, that would be, go down just as well. And if it had played out in that way, fantastic. Seth Rollins in the space of one Raw has been made from forgotten tag team wrestler into biggest babyface on Raw, yeah. Bar Strowman. It, you know, that is... It was just unbelievable, the fact that he took on Reigns, who 
I know people still hate on him. I don't. I like him. I like Rins. I think he's yeah. I think he's really good. I, th- I thought he put on a fantastic match. He looked a bit checked out. He he'd got fantastic lose face. He was clearly losing that. You know, <laughs> he. <laughs> if you watch him as he's coming down and in that interview, just massive lose face. Yeah. Um, then he put they put on really good match with Cena, mm-hmm. um, who finally, you know, however long he's been back, finally looked like he was actually into a wrestling lot. Yeah. And I really, really enjoyed his um, interview afterwards where he said, I need to win the Elimination Chamber match or I've got no road to WrestleMania. Yeah. If that's his story going into Mania, fantastic. I mean... I think it, um, it, when he did it, when Rollins did the, the A as well. Oh, yeah. Totally, and I just thought, I, I kudos to Cena for letting him do it because I don't think it's often that happens, especially on a Raw. No, absolutely not. But it was a pay-per-view level match. I thought Finn yeah. Balor looked fantastic. And hopefully, fingers crossed. Oh, just hit my microphone. That's going to sound <laughs> lovely to those listeners. Sorry about that, guys. Um, if this is going to lead into a Finn Balor and Miz feud for the IC title at Mania, I am absolutely fine with that. Yeah. I mean, if Definitely. you're looking at Mania at the moment, you've got AJ Nakamura, which is literally the only thing that I'm bothered about on SmackDown <laughs> at the moment. Um, you've got... Uh, Reigns versus Lesnar, which hasn't been confirmed but is a lock. Yeah. Um, you've got the potential of the cruiserweight ladder match, which is going to be absolutely amazing for the title. Um, you know, for the culmination of this yeah. of this tournament. When you look at who's in the tournament and how they are being allowed, live. exactly. Yeah. If you haven't seen two hundred five live, watch it. It's really, really good now. Um, they're being allowed to wrestle, and we haven't got the shadow of Enzo Amore. Um, <laughs> I mean, oh my god! Um, and then you know we've got Oscar, obviously winning the title. So it's going to be a fantastic, fantastic show. So to add Miz versus Finn Balor in there as well, I'm more than happy for that. More than I think happy that, for um, that. Elias came out looking really strong because he beat Rollins. You mean Rollins' he, his doppelganger? Yeah. <laughs> like his big, like his little brother. They looked exactly the same. There's a meme going around and it's absolutely hilarious. It says, Reigns couldn't beat Rollins. Cena couldn't beat Rollins. So they had to send out Rollins to beat Rollins. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean... like Even like the fact that he beat him and then he got beat, but that one pin made him look much stronger. Yeah, he did, absolutely. And his finisher is really, really good. I do like the drift away. So it means going into the... The elimination chamber, the the they all look really strong. Yeah, they do. Absolutely, he looks like a coward. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, his absolutely. Face, his face when he realised oh. who was up next. It's just he's so good. I mean, that is how you get the leading role in the Marine series with <laughs> acting like that. In in all seriousness, in all seriousness, though, it was hilarious. It was. And Miz was fantastic, and everything with Braun and the Miz has been fantastic. I just want to comment on Elias just for a second because when he was in NXT, he was the epitome of a gimmick that just will not get over on the main roster. <laughs> and now he's main eventing a pay per view, yeah, and people love him. I, I mean, like him. yeah, exactly. Not, I mean, so do not, I. I think he's, he's fantastic, not like a sort of amazingly flash wrestler or anything. But his gimmick's good, and he's, he looks good, um, and he he sort of he's in the ring. It's like, his selling's really good. Yeah. I think his selling's probably his, his best part. Yeah, absolutely. 
bumps, bumps all over the place. And I'm glad that they continued as well with the rib tape after being hit by a massive double base. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which again, fantastic spot. Um, but I um, mean, now, it... now now that um, Double J is going into the Hall of Fame, they've got to have some sort of crossing of the paths. Yeah. I mean, before we get into the predictions, what do you think about? Well, there's two things I want to talk about really, because um, we haven't spoken in a while. Um, yeah. What do you think of Jeff Jarrett going into the Hall of Fame? Do you agree? Do you not um, agree? What's your opinion? I think, looking back at the other people that have got in, he should be in. Because, I mean, Coke will be wears in. Um, there is but, that, yeah. I mean, and like I hadn't... I mean, I'd forgotten about it, but he's, he did have quite a good intercontinental run. I think he won it about five or six times. I think he's six time, isn't he? He yeah. said on the and, video package. And, and he, I mean, he's good. He's 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 a good wrestler. He just in his first gimmick that he came in with, I actually really enjoyed. Yeah. The sort of light your glasses and the jacket and all that sort of thing. It's it's when he came back and then when he went to TNA and sort of made himself well, he called himself King of the Mountain, didn't he? Well, sort yeah. Of... And then you got the whole slap nuts thing. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't forget about that. Never forget the slap whole, uh, uh, the, the best thing is when uh, the the part where he so obviously is an amazing country singer, but then it's not actually him. Yeah, <laughs> it's a road dog. Oh god. <laughs> I mean, there's two things. Yes, he should be in the Hall of Fame. I just don't think he should be in yet. I mean, there's been bad blood between him and the company, you know, this year. Yeah. So how this has been swept under the rug to this extent, I've got no idea. And when you consider that the British Bulldog is still not in the Hall of yeah. Fame... That's more just... a sort of family thing, isn't it? Yeah, but even so, you know, <coughs> you look at who isn't in the Hall of Fame yet. Yes, I know oh, that yeah. Coco beware's in there, which is ridiculous. <laughs> the Bushwhackers are in there, for God's sake. Um, and I understand that, you know, there's certain people, Owen Hart, for example, and things like that won't be in the Hall of Fame because yeah. of family reasons, but... When you look at who isn't in it, and you look at Jeff Jarrett, then I think that's... Mm. I mean, I think on one hand, I mean, the same, one of the big things is because he sort of cleaned himself up and he's he's sort of gone back to WWE and sort of mended the bridges, etc. Um, but I think some of it might be for his sort of development with some of the biggest stars now, the likes of AJ and Joe, um, Bobby Roode, who wouldn't, might not even be there if it wasn't for him, for TNA. Yeah, but they didn't mention that in his video package. I know, that's that's the biggest thing. Well, Which is ridiculous. Because it's, it's, it's TNA, isn't it? So they're not going to... Well, yeah. I mean, but even Xavier down. Woods. Yeah, Because exactly, he was Consequences yeah. Creed, wasn't he, in TNA? Yeah. He was brilliant, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, he's, oh, he can still go in the ring. He was, um, only, he was only, what, 19 at that point as well? Yeah, exactly. So... You know, yes, he's harboured great talent, and yes, WWE has definitely benefited from that. But, you know, if he has mended those bridges, fantastic for him. I've heard rumours that he's taken WWE up on the offer of allowing him rehab, because obviously he had that meltdown at the end of last year. Yeah. And if that's the case, then obviously we wish him all the best. Um, but when you've got someone who has bad-mouthed the company to the extent he has, the yeah. fact that he has, you know, openly held Vince McMahon up for money... And then you've got China, who they won't put in because she did porn. Yeah. Well, you know, it's apples and oranges. You 
you've got to think, well, if they've done something bad to the company, they shouldn't go in the Hall of Fame. You can't pick and choose. And I understand that, obviously, China's a, an extreme case because yeah. of, obviously, a history with Triple H and the fact yeah. that, yes, you Google her name, porn still comes up, mm-hmm. um, apparently. I don't know that, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> um, but, you know, if you're going purely on wrestling achievement, <clears throat> then China should definitely be in. I suppose it's a sort of, it's the Ultimate Warrior case where he yeah. slagged them off for so many years and then all of a sudden they're all best pals again. I mean, he is the extreme case, absolutely. Yeah. When you when you look at the fact that they released a documentary about, you know, how bad he was. That, that was really hard watch, it, it especially was, being yeah. an Ultimate Warrior fan. Well, what made me laugh was um, Triple H does um, an interview in the first one like the one that badmouths him, and is it called the destruction of the Ultimate Warrior? Self destruction of the Ultimate self destruct. That's the one. And obviously, they had a match at WrestleMania twelve, and Ultimate Warrior buried him. Buried him. Yeah. Um, and Triple H said, "Yeah, that could have buried my career. He was just—he was only interested in the money and blah 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 and blah blah blah." And then in the documentary afterwards, where he'd obviously made up with the company, Triple H is like, "Yeah, it was just—it was just an honor to be in the ring with him." It was like, "Are you being serious? Oh my god!" Didn't but, um, did, did Triple H sort of tell him he wasn't going to sell for him or something beforehand or something, something like that? Something like I've heard rumors again, something like that. But I don't know. Um, Jeff Jarrett in the Hall of Fame. Whether we think he deserves it or not, he is in the Hall of Fame. Um, Final thing, before we do go into our predictions, I promise we have got predictions, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Um, Apollo Crews is no more. Yeah. He is Apollo. Apollo. And this follows the trope of, um, you know, Elias Sampson is now just Elias. Mm -hmm. Um, Opinions on that? Do you really care? Is it going well, to affect him? It's obviously all to do with that school shooting, isn't it? It's it's because that was that kid's last name. That is what I've heard, and obviously we have actually got quite a few listens in America. I was checking mm. our, um, like our, I don't know what you call it, the demograph. That's the one. Thank you. Um, and we have got quite a lot of listens in America. And obviously, if you've been affected or if you know someone, obviously our hearts and prayers and thoughts go out to mm-hmm. everyone who has been affected by that shooting. It is dreadful, awful, and it's just something that doesn't bear thinking about, and we obviously send our prayers out to you. But, I mean, I personally would never, ever have associated Apollo Crews with the shooter. So I think they've drawn more attention to it by dropping Apollo Crews' name. Yeah. And, I mean, it, it, puts, it puts everybody else's name under threat. It does. And, again, like, I feel like we're giving the shooter more attention by yeah. dropping the name, but if that's if that's the case, then it's, co- it's fine. Well, they're a, they're a big public limited company, aren't they? So they've got to please yeah, their absolutely their, their sponsors and shareholders. So you sort of understand it. Yeah, you can sort of understand it again, you know. And... But on the other side, it's it's an entertainment show, mm. so you sort of think they can try to leave the outside world outside. Yeah, to a certain extent, absolutely. Yeah. Um but there you are. I suppose it's the same as, you know, changing elimination chamber to no no escape in Germany, <laughs> yeah. as we discussed before. So fair enough. I don't think it really affects Apollo Cruz's character or Apollo's character, um, or his in ring ability, which I think has really, really improved over the last couple of like 
Well, he's never yeah. been bad in the ring, has he? He's just finally been given a stage in which to show mm-hmm. us how good he is. And I think, um, I, I honestly don't mind that Titus brand. No. I think it's quite entertaining. It is, it is. And it, I know it's similar to a gimmick that um, WCW had. Um, and I can't remember what it was called. And they had Terry Runnels on the laptop. Um, so I yes, know it's yes. it's quite similar to that. But mm-hmm. even so, I like it. I think it's good. I mean, the match with um, the bar the other night was was good. It was all right. It was yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Titus O'Neil, you know, he's strong in the ring. He's certainly not the best, but he can hold his own. Well, seeing as we're talking about that, we might as well go into our predictions. There have been (laughs) two matches officially announced today. One of them we sort of knew was going to come anyway, but we'll start with the pre-show and the match that has been announced today, and that is. Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson versus the Miztourage, Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel. Um, I've not got a lot to say about this one, to be perfectly honest. I think it's got to be Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. Yeah. Um, they can't possibly bury them any deeper. No, they can't. And they've just aligned them with Finn Balor. Yeah. And they seem to be on a road towards kind of becoming dominant. Like a proper faction. Exactly. Yeah. And I think they will go over to SmackDown eventually. Yeah. Um, so, yes, they had the 50-50 booking, the dreaded WWE 50-50 booking <laughs> against the Revival. But the Mistrage, Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel have got nothing at all to gain from winning this. No, nothing. nothing at all. So, I'm going for the club. Yeah, me too, yeah. Okay, that's something we can agree on, definitely. Nice way to start. Um, first match, uh, whether this again will be the order of the card, I don't know. I'm sort of putting it in a order of what I think will come. Um, yeah. So we'll start with Woken Matt Hardy versus Bray Wyatt. Um, now, <laughs> this is a feud that when it, you know, when... It was rumoured that Matt Hardy was going to get the broken gimmick. Everyone was like, can you imagine a feud with Bray Wyatt? And everyone was like, this is going to be fantastic. And then it is... Exactly. You know, you could do all these things, you know, all these things around the arena, all these things in the Hardy compound, all the thing in the Wyatt compound, all these things that you can do. And what have the WWE done? They've had the two men, two of the most engaging characters two of the characters that have got the most potential, they've had them fucking laugh at each other yeah. for five weeks. <coughs> what? television. Exactly. TV screen. I mean, they've had so much potential with Matt Hardy. to the po- You know, I loved the bit when he was playing chess with a fish, pretending <laughs> that it was uh, Napoleon. Yeah. I thought that was fantastic, and that's the stuff that Matt Hardy is great at. You know, not having a promo where they literally just laugh at each other because nobody cares. And I'm worried that they're already burying the Matt Hardy character, which I knew they would because WWE cannot, cannot let a character go in this way because Matt's got full control over it, which surprises me because if Matt's got full control over it, then something else should be happening. Mm -hmm. Um, But... WWE have obviously heard the laugh, heard the delete chance, and thought, right, let's print some money. Yeah, that that laugh. Exactly. I mean, they've built it all around that, and that wasn't even a major part of his run in TNA. No, it wasn't. I don't think it was. I think Wonderful was more of a thing than the laugh. Wonderful and delete, that was two big things. But 
I have got, and it's a dangerous game I play when I do this, because mm. 99 times out of 100, I get this wrong. Now, I'm going to go with Matt Hardy to win, and this is my reasoning, and sort of my fantasy booking. Okay, mm-hmm. I think we're going to have this match at WrestleMania, because yeah. there'll be nothing for Matt, there's nothing for Bray. Um, hopefully Bray will go back over to SmackDown where he should have been and where he should have stayed. Um, but I think at Elimination Chamber, Jeff Hardy will return because he has been cleared to come back um, at the time of recording, or it's imminent at the mm-hmm. time of recording. So he will come back and they will beat Bray Wyatt that way. I think that will pave the way then because all this stuff has now been clear so that Matt has got the licensing for the Hardy compound and they're doing all this filming at the Hardy compound. I think that paves the way then for a match similar to the final deletion and similar to tag team, whatever it was and, you know, delete or decay and things like that. I think that sets that up between him and Bray at the Hardy compound. So because Bray has won, he beat him on the 25th anniversary of Raw. Yeah, I think in a it's match. in a pointless match that buried the view completely. I think if they want to do this at WrestleMania, they've got to do it right. And I think Woken Matt is going to get the victory here with the help of Brother Nero. Yeah. What about you? I think. I don't know. I think Bray is going to win. Yeah. Then there's going to be something happen afterwards. Okay. Um. Not even, not even, maybe not even at the chamber. I think like the next, like the next night, there'll be something on Roy. You'll be bragging, or you'll be giving some bullshit promo, <laughs> and then, right. ne- then that's when sort of hard uh, Matt, uh, Jeff will come out. Okay. I think I, th- I don't know. I think. I think Bray's got to win a pay-per-view match. I think Bray just needs a character reset, to be perfectly yeah. honest. I don't he, think a victory he, here is going to do him any good whatsoever because his loss-win record is absolutely atrocious. He definitely needs to go go away for a while, just go away and then come back against a, a big opponent. He needs nine months off. Mm-hmm. He needs That's nine I mean, months yeah. off. Do you know what? Take the year off, come back at next year's Rumble. And then it, it'll be a big surprise. People might have forgot about him and he might get some sort of reaction because now he just doesn't even seem to get... Nobody cares. No, and I think the worst thing, the worst thing in the world for Bray was taking the Wyatt family off him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he just he doesn't seem like the strong opponent that he's supposed to be. So, yeah. I'm going for Matt, for Broken Matt. I think the I'm WWE Seymour in Broken Matt, Woken Matt, yeah. whatever you want to call him. And you're going for Bray. Yeah? Bray, yeah. Okay, fantastic. We differ on one. That is good. <laughs> so, anyway, we're moving on to match two, which is going to be The Bar, who are the current Raw Tag Team Champions, against Titus Worldwide, which is Apollo and Titus O'Neil. I'm going to let you go first on this one. Uh, I'm going to go... Totally against what I actually. <laughs> I can almost oh, hear go, your head what, versus yeah, heart thing going on. What, what will happen 
is I'm not going. To, I'm going to guess what will happen because I, I'm going to go for the, uh, the O'Neill brand, Titus brand. Wow, you're going to go with Titus Worldwide to take yeah, the raw straps because I just think my reasoning is Sheamus is still not really shouldn't really be wrestling. They've got not the, if the rumors are true. They've got to take the belt off him at some point. Um, I don't know. I think I'm just I'm looking for some sort of shake up because it's quite predictable. Yeah, the and I think whole... that the feud between the bar and Seth and Dean and Seth and Roman and Seth and Jason Jordan. Yeah. I don't it's... think that has helped the monotony of the tag no. division. It's pretty done as well, that obviously. I'm glad that's not happening, let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going for the, the tightest brand. Okay. <laughs> I am going to go the other way. I'm going to go Cesaro and Sheamus to win this. My yeah. reasoning is, Titus Worldwide now have had three pinfall victories over the tag <clears throat> team champions on Raw. Roll-up victories they might be, but still wins. I think Cesaro and Sheamus win it here, take the straps into WrestleMania and lose them to the Revival who I think would do a lot more with the belts. That way, Sheamus can take the time he needs to get his neck in order or work a lot of schedule or whatever. But, you know, we say that Sheamus' neck is in pieces, which, according to news sources, it is. He's still wrestling a really stiff style. Yeah, I mean, still doing, like, taking bumps in the corner on his back and things like that. Exactly, and you look at the match that him and Cesaro put on against Seth and Roman. Mm-hmm. That was a hard-hitting match. Yeah. That really was a hard-hitting match. There's, you know, there's no way he was pulling anything. So, hopefully it's not as bad as was first feared and we get a bit more of Sheamus because him and Cesaro have been a fantastic team, and I think it's reinvigorated Seamus' character, definitely, yeah, because definitely. I certainly... We don't want him to just be remembered as either an A, a awfully boring face, or mm. B, an awfully boring member of the League of Nations. So, hopefully, fingers crossed, Seamus isn't as bad as first thought, and he can continue, but I think the bar to take it here and lose them at WrestleMania, because I think Seamus and Cesaro deserve that. Uh, we move on to Asuka versus Nia Jax. Um, there is an added stipulation that if Nia Jax wins, she'll be added to Asuka's championship match at WrestleMania 34. But that is fine because Nia Jax is not going to win here because they are not going to throw away Asuka's much lauded streak at Elimination Chamber. Um, also, they haven't announced who Asuka is going to be facing. So I have some fantasy booking again. (laughs) And I know I can feel your excitement. (laughs) So, do you know what? No, I'm going to hold off until the next one. Okay, so I'm going to go for Asuka, and I will tell you why when we get to the next prediction. Who have you got? I've got Asuka. Yeah. I can't see her losing the streak um, before Mania. If she was to lose it at Mania, which I don't think she will. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, No, I'm with you. I think Asuka's... Well, I'll clarify. I don't think Jax is winning. I think it's either going to be a DQ or Asuka's going to win. There might be some shenanigans that means that Nia Jax is going to be inserted anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think 
Asuka isn't going to lose this. Asuka isn't uh-huh. going to lose this. Now, moving away from the match card slightly, it has been announced that apparently overshadowing the Women's Royal Rumble isn't enough. They are then going to have a segment on pay-per-view of Ronda Rousey signing a fake contract because she's already signed a contract with the WWE <laughs> um, at the pay-per-view to... For what reason, I've got no idea. But do you think anything is going to go on? Or do you think it's literally just going to be a contract signing? No, the contract signings in the ring are never just contract signings, are they? Someone's going through the table. There's always always something. Okay, and this is where my fancy booking comes in. (laughs) Now, Asuka has not announced who she's going to battle at WrestleMania. Yeah. Now, I think that she will take on Charlotte for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Yeah. Because if, for some reason, Bliss was to retain the championship, Asuka versus Alexa Bliss, it it doesn't feel like a WrestleMania match. That's nothing against Alexa Bliss. But if Nia Jackson are ready for Asuka, no way Alexa Bliss is. So I think Charlotte is going to come out at Elimination Chamber somewhere because I don't think it's going to be Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte. I think she'll be put into a tag match and I think that this will set up the feud between Ronda and Stephanie McMahon because I think it will be Stephanie McMahon and Trips versus Ronda Rousey and Braun Strowman. Yeah, because... Um, he doesn't really have anything, does he? So... He doesn't have anything, and we had that lovely bit at the end of Survivor Series where Triple H had his ass handed to him, which was yeah. lovely. Um, mm-hmm. There is rumours that Braun is going to be um, taking on The Miz for the IC title, but I just feel like there's more there's more legs in a Finn versus Miz feud, and Miz has been fueling that on Twitter as well, hasn't he? So, yeah. um, so I think Braun will tag with... Um, Ronda Rousey, if not Braun, it'll be The Rock against Steph and Trips, so that Trips still gets his 17-minute three-part entrance. Yeah. Um, you know, where he comes in surrounded by Papi and Mache skulls whilst, <laughs> you know, machines walk him down to the ring dressed as the Queen Mother or something ridiculous. <laughs> um, but well, I where think... is it after shift? Is it Vegas? No, it's New Orleans. New Orleans. Oh, oh what? Well, sorry. Do you mean Elimination Chamber or Mania? Mania. Mania or New Orleans? Elimination Chambers at Vegas. Right. Um, but so yeah, it'll be so it'll be like a giant sphinx or something. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be something utterly, utterly ridiculous. But I think that the Ronda Rousey thing, and obviously that will tie up, leave Charlotte free, which means that Asuka will then take on Charlotte at. Mania for the SmackDown title. Right. <laughs> now, complicated as that is, if that's the case, that leaves the Raw Women's title match at Mania up for grabs. Mm-hmm. And with that in mind, we have the Elimination Chamber match for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. Historic. Historic. Do you know how many times that was said on Raw on Monday? <coughs> it's a historic first match. Historic. An historic Elimination Chamber match. Um, between Alexa Bliss, the champion, Bailey, Mandy Rose, Mickey James, Sasha Banks, and Sonya Deville. Um, I believe I went first last time, so I'm going to let you go first this time. 
I'm going to go Alexa Bliss. You're going to have Alexa Bliss retain? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Talk me through it. I just think um, because she hasn't she hasn't really done much these last few weeks. Like, she's been no, in matches. True. She has, I mean, that, that match on Raw, she did everything she could to stay out of that match. And I think she's going to either be the first one in the ring or she's going to be the last one. Yeah. And she'll squirm her way out somehow. I just I, I just think she's going to win. She's going to she's going to benefit from somebody else. Yeah. Like sort of doing something to say, say Nia Jax or something. It's going to be like a double count or like a double pin or something like that. I can see your reasoning there. Definitely. I disagree massively, but <laughs> yeah. I can I like your reasoning. Now, a lot of my predictions are based on what I'd like to happen and yeah. What I should have learned in the year that I've been doing this podcast is that what I want to happen is never what actually happens. If it were, Bray Wyatt wouldn't have lost in the world's worst match at WrestleMania 33. But there are rumours abundant that WWE want to turn either Bailey or Sasha heel. Now, Bailey and Sasha had an absolutely outstanding match at TakeOver Brooklyn. An outstanding match again on Raw. I think they are due to have another fantastic match at WrestleMania 34. The two women have fantastic chemistry with each other. Yeah. And I think if you are going to have a WrestleMania match, no disrespect to Alexa Bliss, I think the two big women are Bailey. And Sasha Banks. Bailey has finally, finally got some momentum behind her after Raw's abysmal booking of her before. That <laughs> bloody this is your live segment. Yeah. You know, and being afraid of a stick in that extreme rules match and not being able oh, to yeah. hit Bliss with it. So finally she's got some momentum back. She's not being booed, which is nice. So the only thing is, the only thing I haven't thought through is which one is going to turn heel out of Banks and Bailey. I mean, the logical money will be Banks. It's got to be Banks, yeah. But there are rumours that they want to turn Bailey heel. And if that's the case, <coughs> I think... But they've, there's been no groundwork for a Bailey, he, a Bailey heel turn. And that's one thing. The, all the groundwork has been laid for Banks to be the heel. Mm-hmm. Don't you agree? Yep, totally. So... Oh man! As I say this, it feels stupid. I'm going to go <laughs> Bailey to win, yeah, and Sasha to attack her at the end, yeah. Just because Sasha needs something different, because she can't just live on the fact that you know she's Sasha Banks. She's got mm-hmm. to have something, and I think a heel turn would work there. The only thing is, in a match with Bailey, who are the crowd going to cheer more? Sasha or Bailey, irrelevant Depends. if Sasha's heel. Yeah, if Sasha's heel, then obviously Bailey's going to get the the rub. Um, I still think they'll cheer Sasha more than Bailey, though. Even if suppose, Sasha's heel, it just depends on the build, I guess. Do you know what? No, I'm going with that. I'm going to go Bailey to win the championship. It finally, you know, she what Sasha wasn't able to beat Bailey. She wasn't able to. Defeat Asuka, you know, she took that horrible bump on the outside. So I yeah. think 
And then obviously they had that little interchange backstage. I think Sasha to attack Bailey at the end and to take the title off her at Mania. Mm. I mean, that would be a lovely little story, wouldn't it? <laughs> a lovely, lovely little story. Whether it'll happen, probably not. But I'm already 1-0 down in predictions as well. You beat me at the Rumble. Did I? Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, you abs- mate, you absolutely annihilated me. I think the only one I got right on the night was one of the tag matches in Asuka. So I need I need to come back from this. I can't go two 0 down. Um, so main event time, and some would argue that this is the most predictable main event of all time, and it is the elimination chamber match for a WWE Universal Championship match versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 34 between Braun Strowman, Elias, Finn Balor, John Cena. The Big Dog, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, and The Miz. Because don't forget, there are seven men in this chamber because WWE just love doing firsts for no reason. So, seven men in the elimination chamber. And for me, it's it's obvious. It's obvious who it's going to be. I mean, yes, it might be boring, but they gave us Shinsuke winning the Rumble. If they want to take Roman Reigns winning the Elimination Chamber match, I'm absolutely fine with that. And you know what? I think it'll be a good match between him and Brock. This has been long time booked since before WrestleMania 33. Why they change it now? I've got no idea. Yes, Reigns will still get booed because of smarky-ass fans. But I don't hate him. I think he's he's good in the ring. His promo game is still shaky, but better. So he'll win. I think they will find a way of making Braun look ridiculously strong. Yeah. Um, and he's going to be sm- smashing the pods and everything. Isn't yeah, it? he's got to smash at least one pod. I would love. Unfortunately, the Miz is in first. Otherwise, I would have loved to have seen Braun smash open his pod and lift him out of the <laughs> pod. That would have been amazing. Um, but I think Seth will look strong, and I think we'll see some storyline progression between Finn and the Miz. But for me, no messing. It has got to be Roman Reigns. How about this. we just say Reigns is going to win? So let's predict something else. Okay. <laughs> if, if, if it isn't Reigns, who do you think it will be? Okay. So are we both predicting Reigns? Yes. Okay. It's, it's, yeah, it's nailed <laughs> Okay. So those are our official predictions, ladies and gentlemen. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns will win this. But if it wasn't to be Roman Reigns, who would it be? Braun Strowman. Absolutely, 100% Braun Strowman. The momentum he has got going into this match and the momentum he's got from crowd support, the way that WWE are booking him, it's got to be him. It's got to be him. Him or Rollins, potentially. Um, 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 Cena. I'm I'm saying Cena. Jonathan Cena. Yeah, and I'm not a massive fan of Cena. I just think... if, If... Reigns wasn't to win it. <clears throat> I think Cena would. It 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 would be some sort of like amazing. He would come out the first out of the pod, and then he would last the whole match. Somehow, Super Cena would come back. Yeah. And get his sixteenth championship. God. At Mania. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
Because I think I think they're desperate to break that record now. They they are, mention it all the time. It's such a prestigious would achievement. As, would it be seen as last mania main event maybe? I just I don't want them to rush a storyline going in. I'd much yeah. rather have a year's build of John Cena trying to get there and main event in Mania 35 than shoehorning him into <laughs> Mania 34 because the crowd will not give one iota of a shit. Oh, no. I don't care if he wins and breaks the record. He They won't care because he's gone away. He's done what he said he would never do. You know, Then he's come back and he's been shoehorned into the main event. <laughs> he was third to last in the Royal Rumble when there was no need for him to be. Not at all. You know, he eliminated Finn Balor. No need for that. So I just I don't see it personally. I don't no. in my opinion, Cena is a lock not to win it for that reason. Who he takes on at Mania, I hope to the gods that it is not Undertaker. Because Yeah, I think yeah, I think if he doesn't win the chamber, which he probably won't, I think he'll just call out the Undertaker. Yeah, I mean... Then on the Royal, it'll be, I've got nothing, I need to prove myself, blah, 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 I lost the Chamber, I don't get my title, so he says the next next biggest thing to the title match is the Taker match. Yeah, and... I mean, much as I do not want at all for... John Cena and Undertaker to wrestle. I don't want to see Undertaker wrestle again. His send-off was fine. Just leave it at that. You know, pardon the punish, but let the dead rest. Um, What... The only thing that it's got going for it is the fact that Reigns cannot carry a good match by himself yet, I don't think. And I think that showed when The Undertaker was struggling at Mania 33. Yeah. John Cena can so Cena could potentially help The Undertaker through that match and see it be a serviceable match. Yeah. That could potentially be the only thing that is that has anything to do with it. Or alternatively, Undertaker just comes out, costs Cena the Elimination Chamber match. But I just I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. But there's rumour that... Oh, no. Um, the Undertaker, I was reading it the other day, he started doing DDP yoga. Wow. So he could be in better shape. <laughs> he could fix him. To be honest, DDP <laughs> yoga apparently is just, you know, well, look what it did to Jake Roberts. I mean, I, I, and Scott I'll do it. You... I, I, well, I was doing it until I sort of screwed my shoulder up. Oh, okay. Um, but it did. It definitely um, increased me sort of strength and flexibility and stuff like that, like, like loads. Yeah. Um, Are you ready to take on John Cena in the main event of WrestleMania 34? Because if you're not, uh, then doing that will not help The Undertaker. I'd give it a go, but I thought it would last (laughs) longer than 10 10 minutes. There you go. There you go. You heard it first here, folks. (laughs) (laughs) You've heard it first here. Breaking news, wrestling more. Garth Jackson to take on The Undertaker or John (laughs) Cena or both in the WrestleMania 34 main event. Slammed. I roll out the ring and just sit outside the ring for 45 minutes. Yeah, do what Jason Jordan did in that tag yeah. match at the Rumble. Do what, what the Miz does. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, ladies and gentlemen, 
there are our Elimination Chamber predictions. So, just quickly, we'll run through the card again and just tell you who we've picked. Uh, Pre-show match between the club and the Miztourage, we've both gone the club. Uh, the Bar versus Titus Worldwide. You've gone for Titus Worldwide, Garth. I have gone for The Bar. Um, Broken Matt Hardy versus Bray Wyatt. You have gone Bray Wyatt and I have gone Matt Hardy. Um, Asuka versus Nijax, we've both gone Asuka. Uh, the women's elimination chamber match you have gone Alexa Bliss and I have in an extremely roundabout and convoluted storyline gone to <laughs> Bailey, which wasn't my prediction when we started the podcast if I'm being perfectly honest but <laughs> that's where I've ended up so Bailey yeah I have I have it was going to be Sasha Banks but there you go um, and finally the elimination chamber match for the WWE Universal Championship match at Mania 34 we've both gone Roman Reigns so, ladies and gentlemen, what are your predictions for Elimination Chamber? Don't forget to talk to us in the comments. Talk to us on Twitter and talk to us on Facebook. We are now on so many podcast apps. We are no longer just on iOS podcast apps. We are on Podbean. We are on Stitcher. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on Audioboom. Check us out at all of those places. You can follow me at Real Rob Goodwin on Twitter. Garth, where can they find you? Drummer Jackson. Fan Twitter, yeah. Fantastic, and we'll be back next week, hopefully talking about and reviewing Elimination Chamber. Thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you guys again soon. See you later. You've been listening to Wrestling and More's Pro Wrestling Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at WAM Podcast UK, on Facebook, and check out the website, wrestlingandmoreblog.weebly.com. Until next time, wrestling fans.